The National Institutes of Health taps its next infectious disease chief. The family of Henrietta Lacks settles their lawsuit with a biotechnology company that used her cells without consent. And the number of COVID-related hospitalizations is at its highest point since December. It's Friday, August 4th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The National Institutes of Health has named Dr. Jean Marazzo to serve as the next director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the role previously held by Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Marazzo is currently the director of the Division of Infectious Diseases at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. She's a fellow of the American College of Physicians and of the Infectious Diseases Society of America and is board certified in infectious disease, according to the agency. Her research has focused on the human microbiome, notably related to sexually transmitted infections, including the management of antibiotic resistance in gonorrhea. In her role, Dr. Marazzo will oversee a $6.3 billion budget within the NIH that supports research to advance the understanding and treatment of infectious diseases. She's expected to begin her role as the division's director in the fall. Dr. Marazzo's appointment comes as the NIH is currently under political scrutiny from both sides of the aisle. Congressional Republicans have moved to split the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases into smaller divisions, claiming that it has become too sprawling. It achieved national prominence during the COVID pandemic and Dr. Fauci's tenure. The National Institutes of Health has been without a permanent director since late 2021. Dr. Lawrence Tabak has been in the role in an acting capacity since previous NIH director Dr. Francis S. Collins stepped down in December 2021 after more than 12 years at the helm. President Biden nominated Dr. Monica Bertinelli to serve as the director of the NIH back in May. Dr. Bertinelli has served as the head of the National Cancer Institute since October and has worked to advance the president's cancer moonshot initiative. However, progressive lawmakers have stalled on her appointment, with Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders holding out on drug price reforms from the White House. Unlike Bertinelli's position, Marazzo's role is not subject to Senate approval. The descendants of Henrietta Lacks, a black woman whose cells were taken without her consent and went on to become a cornerstone of modern medicine, have settled their lawsuit against a biotechnology company that they claimed had profited off of medical developments based on those cells. Tissue was taken from Lacks without her knowledge or permission in 1951 when she was being treated for cervical cancer in a racially segregated ward at Johns Hopkins Hospital. Lacks died later that year from the disease. Unlike many tissue samples whose cells die shortly after being harvested and studied, Lacks's cells continue to double every 20 to 24 hours and are still alive today, making them invaluable to medical researchers. These later became known as HeLa cells, a combination of Lacks' first and last name, and are a cornerstone of a number of medical breakthroughs, including gene mapping, AIDS research, and the development 
development of the polio and COVID-19 vaccines. Lacks Estate filed a lawsuit in October 2021, alleging that Thermo Fisher Scientific continued to cultivate, mass-produce, and sell HeLa cells without seeking consent from the family or sharing profits with them. The suit also alleges that the company continued to use HeLa cells despite being aware of their history. Thermo Fisher tried to have the case dismissed on the basis that the suit was filed after Maryland's statute of limitations expired. The terms of the settlement are confidential, but both parties said in their respective statements they were pleased they were able to reach an agreement outside of the court system. The Lacks family wasn't informed about the HeLa cell's vast usage and outsized impact on medicine until 1975. Though Lacks family hadn't received financial compensation, they reached an agreement with the National Institutes of Health in 2013 that gave them some control over how the HeLa cells are used. Lack's story captured the public's imagination following the release of the bestseller The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks in 2010 and a subsequent film starring Oprah Winfrey in 2017. The United States is experiencing a rise in COVID-related hospitalizations this summer. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, there were more than 8,000 hospitalizations nationwide in the week ending on July 22nd, a 12% increase compared to the previous week. Though there is an uptick in the number of hospitalizations, it's still significantly less compared to the same period last year, when there were around 45,000 hospitalizations. The CDC had not updated their July 2023 statistics at the time of recording. As we're seeing a slight uptick in hospitalizations, a number of areas are reporting an increase in the COVID viral load as health officials monitor wastewater. People infected with the virus can shed it in their feces, even if they don't have symptoms, according to the CDC. The virus can then be detected in wastewater. This method can provide useful local incidence data when timely clinical testing for COVID-19 is underused or unavailable. National wastewater levels containing traces of the virus have increased nearly 65 percent in the past month, with the northeast and south experiencing the highest levels. It should be noted that wastewater data does not necessarily correlate with COVID-19 risk levels. Though we've seen a slight bump in hospitalizations and confirmed COVID viral shedding in wastewater, the number of deaths related to COVID has remained largely flat, due in part to vaccinations and growing immunity. As the United States enters its fourth COVID fall, it's expected that updated boosters that target the XBB.1.5 subvariant strain will be available soon. In June, the FDA asked drug makers to update the boosters to target that particular particular strain, and this week Pfizer announced its booster could be authorized by the end of August. Moderna made a similar authorization request in June. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at JustHealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. 
The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.